Dear friends in Christ Jesus, I extend you all very warm welcome to you to this Eucharistic celebration as we begin Lenten season with Ash Wednesday. There was a church and it was packed. Faithful where people were very eager to receive ashes on Ash Wednesday. When Pat saw that there was a large crowd, he came forward to offer help to the pastor. When he got the basket containing ashes and received from the pastor, the pastor told him, now these are the words you have to say. Remember, man, you are dust, and unto dust you will return. But after having received the basket from the pastor, he went to his station, and immediately he hurried back, asking the pastor, what are those words? And father told him again, he went back to his station. In a moment, he came back again, asking for those words. Father again patiently repeated. When Pat came back for the third time, the pastor exploded, you are dummy and you will be always dummy. <laughs> Pat go back to his place again and when, Perry, when the pastor saw him, he was, he was completely dumbfounded to hear the words Pat was saying to everyone, you are dummy and you will always be dummy. Dear friends in Christ Jesus, Ash Wednesday, we mark our head, forehead with ashes. What does it mean? Man, remember you are dust, unto dust you return. These are the words uttered to our first parents, Adam and Eve, when they disobeyed God's commandment. God wanted to give human beings as a created them as a crown of creation and he disobeyed, the, the first parents disobeyed God's commandment and he created them for eternity and when they disobeyed God's commandment, God condemned them, you formed from clay, you returned to the dust. And this shows, the, as we mark our head with ashes, it shows our life on earth is very brief and short. We are mortal beings. In the scripture, when we go through, when, it's when it talks about human life, it, it's compared with smoke. You see the smoke, it appears, and all of a sudden it appears and disappears. We really don't know where the smoke comes from and where it passes away. In the same way, our life appears and all of a sudden it disappears. And also our life is compared to the evening shade. When you see the evening shade and it won't last for a long time and it's going to disappear very soon from our sight. In the same way, our life is not going to last for a long time. It's going to disappear very soon. And this is what the scripture is talked about, our human life on earth. But we are created, we are destined for eternity and infinity. 
and that Jesus has restored back our life. And we need to attain that life. And this is where the invitation for Ash Wednesday falls in. If you go back to the Old Testament, the book of Jonah, the people who live in the city of Nineveh, they were leading a sinful life. They disobeyed God's commandment. They didn't bother about God's commandment. They lived their life according to their whims and fancies. God sent Prophet Jonah for the repentance of the city. And Prophet Jonah announced the God's judgment upon Nineveh city. And people repented from their sinful life as a sign of repentance. They sat on sackcloth and they applied themselves with ashes. And ashes is a sign of repentance and it is calling us for spiritual renewal. We need to change our life. We need to give up our sinful life and we need to overcome our sins and failures and struggle. And that's where this Ash Wednesday calling is. We are created for eternity and we need to have a spiritual renewal in our life. And how are we going to achieve that spiritual renewal? And church gives us and advises with three means it's possible to attain that spiritual renewal. And number one, it's a prayer. Prayer, when you pray, you are becoming prayer. For example, if you drive, you call yourself driver. If you run, you call yourself you are a runner. If you play, you are a player. If you walk, you are a walker. In the same way, when you pray, you are becoming prayer. And we, spiritual, spiritual renewal demands us our life should be connected with God. And how are we going to connect with God? And it is through prayer. And prayer should be intentional. Prayer cannot be an accidental one. Just like we plan out everything systematically, in the same way, our prayer life should be an intentional one. And this is where we see our life needs God's communication we need communication with God and that's possible through prayer and we need to take the weapon of prayer and as long as we are connected with God, our spiritual batteries are fully recharged and we don't lose our energy, we don't lose our direction towards our eternity and our spiritual renewal. Always it's very important to connect to God and that's possible through prayer. And number two, and it is through fasting. And fasting is calling a, we tend to think that it's giving a food. It's, we tend to think that we need to forego candy, chocolates, cookies, and so on. Of course, so we need to sacrifice our regular food and all that which pleases our body and gratifies our flesh. And we are ready to forego those, those desires and control our, our desires towards our flesh. And in fact, and we need to give up other things also. And Pope Francis, you would say, we need to give up crumbling. And instead of crumbling, and we need to praise others. And we need to give up 15 minutes sleep in bed. Instead, use those 15 minutes in your personal prayer and devotion. And give up, concentrate on worst things in others but rather focus more on finding good things in others. Give up speaking unkind words toward others, but instead speak 
kind words and be always considerate towards others mistakes and weakness give up hatred and instead learn to discipline love give up your worries anxieties and instead you focus trust in god and focus mercy on god give up your tv one evening a week and visit the sick person and give up buying unnecessary unnecessary things from shop and give that money to the poor and this is where our real fasting comes into play and of course we need we are fasting this is to forego our bodily pleasures and in order to gratify from that temptation we forego and in addition to that we are called to give up all these things in order to build up relationship with god in order to build up relationship with our neighbors and there was a monastery and there was a there was a monastery and in the monastery there were many monks and the speciality of that monastery is that it's silence and the monks who are there they speak once in 10 years and they can speak only just two words they can speak after 10 years and so there was a new monk joined in that monastery and he's joined that monastery and 10 years passed and he had it, it was his turn to speak those two words and he's he the first time he got opportunity in 10 years and he spoke bad food and then the young monk another 10 years rolled over and he got next opportunity to speak those two words and he said hard bed another 10 years passed and it was his time to speak those two words he said i quit and the superior when he listened to his uh, remark he said i am not surprised with your decision ever since you joined the monastery you always complaining and complaining i am not surprised with your decision he said my dear friends and as we forego and we need to remember all these things to build up relationship with god and build up relationship with our neighbors without complaining and appreciating good things in others and third important thing for our spiritual renewal we need to take and there is a strong call from prophet joel from the first reading and the strong call is not the external sign we are we are all so much interested in marking our forehead with ashes not the external signs don't tear your clothes but break your hearts that's what the strong forceful invitation from prophet joel people in the olden days when they committed sins they have the tendency to tear their clothes and they kept on tearing their clothes but there was no change of repentance i remember in my school days and when the students are punished and the punishments are executed in different way when the students first time they were punished by their school they were asked to write apology letter and then the second time they they were asked to bring their parents to meet the principal or the headmaster or headmistress on the third time the, when the student committing the same sin and the student maybe will be suspended from the school for temporarily and different modes of punishment is operated and these punishments is to aim for the repentance and the change in the heart of the students if the punishment don't didn't bring the change in the heart of a student it's not of no use 
in the same way all that we mark that we receive on our forehead that she lead to change of heart and change coming closer to god that is that is where we need to bring attain the possibility of spiritual renewal my dear friends these 40 days given remember jesus fasted 40 days in the desert as a part of preparation and these 40 days given to us preparation for our earthly life as well as preparation for our eternal life let us have this in mind and make use of this god given graceful time use it in a wonderful way and prepare it and achieve god's glory and mercy in our life amen